Welcome back to episode number five. Where are the priests for the family? Fathers, mothers who are without fathers in the house, grandparents who are raising children way past your season, will you please listen and pay heed not just to this podcast, but to everyone till it comes to an end. God's divine pattern for your children. Did you follow the pattern? Or are your children nothing more than a patchwork quilt? Are they nothing more than scrap pieces of every man's thinking? This is for you fathers. This is for you mothers. This is for you grandparents. And again, every time I mention grandparents, I'm gonna say that you are raising children way past your season. If you noticed last time, I did not address myself as the storyteller. Why do you think? Why do you think I didn't say this is the storyteller? Well, it's because these episodes are not stories. They are about real children. Children who are no longer children, but adults who are now married. Adults who are CEOs of companies. Doctors, lawyers, pastors, prophets, bishops. Fully grown, but all still suffering from not having a God-ordained priest to tell them who they are to tell them what their purpose is in life. Many of these children make good money, good, good, good money, and are highly honored among their peers. But yet, they still cry. They're still waiting. They're still asking the question, where are you, Father? I need a God-ordained man to show me the way. I need a man that I can trust. That's what these episodes are about. Your young children in need of a priest. Your adult children still in need of a priest. Take, Take a moment and just think about that. Think about yourselves. Those of you who were raised without a priest in your home, without a priest designated just for you, think about how you feel. Think about what it feels like when you see other children hugging their their priests and you see that priest smiling at them with a smile of approval, laughing with them. You see that relationship and your heart breaks. Your heart bleeds because you never had it. But even in your adult life, you still long for it. That's what these episodes are about. About children who were disciplined, yes. Many of them severely disciplined. It's about children who were raised to fulfill the purpose of their parents, but not their divine purpose. Mothers and fathers, I need you to listen to that. How many of you raised your children to fulfill your purpose? 
only because you didn't know God's purpose for them. Only because you did not seek God. And I'll give you this. Many of you did not know to seek God. Your parents didn't seek God about who you were and why you were created. And you did the same thing. You didn't seek God. But guess what? It's not too late. Because didn't I say that grown children are still waiting? They're still waiting for you to put your arms around them and say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you have waited for me all these years. It's not too late. Tell yourself it's not too late for me to change my ways because I yet live. That's what these episodes are about. Children raised to fulfill the purpose of you parents. But not their divine purpose. Have you ever asked the Lord to show you that baby that's in your arms? In fact, get your baby now. Look at your baby. Mothers, look at your child, your young baby, and say, I didn't do that. I didn't ask God to show me who this child is. I was busy preparing for the baby shower. I was busy reading my baby book. I was busy dressing my baby up. I was busy showing my baby off. Hmm. But did I ask God to show me who my child is? Did I ask God to show me how to raise my children? Now, now that you've done that, Take a look at your baby's father and say to yourself, does he know how to do that? Does he know how to pray and seek God about this child that we both love so much? Where is he in the Lord? Where am I in the Lord? And and, and listen, I need to stop right here and say this. I need to give this, I guess you could call it a disclaimer. If this shoe fits you, then wear it. But if this is not the fit for you, then go your way. Go your way and may the Lord bless you real, real good. Because these podcasts, Where Are the Priests for the Family, these episodes is only for those with an ear to hear and a heart that is ready to receive. If you're not seeking to be a priest, if you're content with being the man of the house, just the man of the house, If you're content just to be a disciplinarian, then this is not for you. You're not going to want it. You're not going to listen to it. Because the key word was that, if you are content. These episodes are about mothers who have a man for herself whenever she wants him. But children, your children, mothers, without a man who is a priest for themselves. You see, when most people think of children without, they mistakenly think they are thinking of no father to be with them on father, son, daughter day. No father to go to school to represent them. No father to attend the games and say things like, that's mine right there. The one that scored the final point for the win, that's mine. That's normally what most people think of. When they say no, 
no man for them, no priest for them. But these episodes are not about that. It's not about having a man to represent them at school or to go to the games with them. It's not about that. It's about children without a priest to show them the way. And again, I say these children, many of these children, finally grew up and made it. They made it. They became successful without you. And yet, they still cry. Yet, they still cry because they are not fully whole. Why? Because they still need a priest. They still need you to give them a blessing. A blessing that can only be given to them by the man that is God's ordained man for them. A blessing by the, from the one that has the pattern for their purpose in life. They're still waiting. Mothers, listen to this. Your children, your grown children now, are still waiting for the man that is their God-ordained priest. The one that has the pattern for their purpose in life. The one that can identify them and tell them who they are. Tell them which direction they need to go in. They look just like you, man. They carry your DNA, man. But you have withheld their true identity from them. You, man, have left them hanging in limbo. And so, they cry the cry of Esau. Get your Bible and read that story about Esau and Jacob. It's a sad one. It has a good ending, but it's a sad story. Because listen to what Esau said. Esau was the one that did not get the blessing. The cry of Esau was this. Where is my blessing, Father? Do you not have just one blessing left for me? Even me, Father. If you heard your child say that to you, how would it make you feel? How would your heart feel to have your child beg you, tell me who I am, show me the way? Oh, I hear you. I I hear you. I hear you want to pass the buck on to Jesus. Well, don't ask me. Ask the Lord. You're grown now. I hear it. You're grown now. I wasn't there. And I can't fix it. I can't change what I didn't do earlier. I can't change what the things I did when you were young. So I'm not the one to ask. Ask God about your blessing. Ask the Lord to identify you. Shame on you. Shame on you for trying to pass the buck to sweet Jesus. Put the blame on him. God gave you a charge. He said for you to raise them in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. Don't you dare try to put it off on God. Don't do that. 
you see them crying. You know they're crying. But you still can't wrap your arms around them and just say, let me help you. I know you're lost. I know you're not fully whole. You still won't seek God about them. That's what these episodes are about. I'm going to tell you again what Esau said. He asked his father, where is my blessing? Where is my blessing? Notice, he's not saying, I want money. Your grown children are not saying, can you give me money? They're saying, I need some godly wisdom from you. I need some direction from you. Father, do you not have just one blessing for me, even me? That's what they're saying. Again, for those of you with babies, little children, grab them up right now. Grab them up and ask God, look at them. Go get them. Go get them and look at them, really look at them and ask God to reveal them to you. Because you got to see them first. (laughs) You got to really look at them first. Because, listen, listen, fathers, mothers, you're not looking at them. You're not seeing them. But it's not too late. It's not too late as you're looking at them now. When you see your grown children, it's not too late to seek God for their identity. Remember, they're still waiting. That's why they struggle so hard to be happy. They're struggling. They have the money. They have the prestige. They've even married and claim to be happy in their marriage. But they are still waiting for you. They, could, they can't quite be as happy as they would like to be because something is missing. And that missing piece is a priest. That missing piece is a God-ordained priest for them. They're still waiting. Don't you dare die without telling them who they are. Don't die. Don't die without revealing to them who they are. You've got preachers, teachers, prophets, people in the ministry, all over the ministry, doing good. Preaching hard, teaching hard. More revelation than you ever dreamed you could possibly have. But still crying. Can you imagine that? Preachers. Well-renowned preachers. Teachers. Prophets prophesying. Saying things like, and the Lord said... The Lord told me. The Lord revealed this. The Lord manifested this. But he didn't manifest anything about your children. He didn't tell you anything at all about how to be a priest. And not just a man of the house. But isn't it sad to know that there are preachers, teachers, and prophets still crying. Still crying the same cry. Because they didn't have anybody to define them. Preaching and teaching. 
while still being insecure. Preaching and teaching and prophesying while still needing to be given an identity. Not even knowing who they are. Needing the same thing that Esau needed. Preachers, teachers, all the people of the cloth still needing what Esau needed a blessing, godly wisdom. What's really sad. Preaching and teaching about deliverance while desperately needing deliverance for themselves. Again, I say, fathers, don't you die without telling your children who they are. You owe it to them. They're still saying, where are you? Where are you? You owe that to them, to find them and tell them who they are. Seek God on their behalf. Then tell them what the Lord says about who they are. Please don't die. Please don't you die before stop before you stop their crying. I'm going to say it again. Right now my heart is very full. Please don't die before you stop their crying. Heal the wound that you inflicted. Don't you die. These are your arrows. I need you to hear me. Fathers, I need you to really listen. These are your arrows, your quiver. Aim that thing correctly. And that thing is them. Aim them out into the earth correctly. Even though they are grown now. They are still your arrows. This is your seed. This is your quiver. Your children that has been wandering aimlessly in the world, waiting on you. Again, I say, don't you die. Before you stop their crying. Don't you die before you tell them who they are. They need to know their identity. Can you imagine at this late date, as old as they are and as old as you are, you still have another opportunity to aim them correctly? Because before, you just left them out there in limbo. You just shot them out there. You just took your hands off. Only for them to wander about. To become wilderness wanderers. Even if it's on your deathbed, send for them. Ask God to show you where they are. And get them there. And tell them who they are. But you got to seek God. I beg you, seek God. These episodes are to help real-life mothers who are not interested right now in a God-ordained man. Right now. They are not interested 
and a man who prays and seeks God for godly wisdom and who then exercises his God-ordained spiritual headship over the house. Right now, see, the reason you're not interested in that kind of man, (laughs) a godly man, is because some of you think that having a, a daddy is all that you need. You think that if daddy takes them to the barbershop, if he picks them up from school, if he brings the child support money by by you and leave it under the the doormat on time or stick it in your mailbox or put it in your cash app, if he does those things on time, if you can count on him to get them to the barbershop, if you can count on them to pick them up from school, if you can count on them to keep that child support arrangement that the two of you came up with in your head, then you feel like, I don't have anything to worry about. But guess what? All they really have is a daddy. These episodes are not about child support money. And, and listen, if you wait on the Lord to send you his man, a God man, you won't have to bite your nails every month worrying about child support. You won't have to be back and forth in court if you wait for God to send you a priest, not just a baby daddy. These episodes here, We're up to five so far. We're up to five episodes. They are about a society that's overrun with children who are crying out for a real identity by a man who's going to always be there in position, a man who's dedicated to them. I think I told you in the very first episode that most of the sickness in our society today comes down through what I call the feeding tube from dysfunctional families. And that disease of family dysfunction has become a real pandemic. That's a pandemic. Because it's everywhere. Worldwide. Look around you. Look at the TV. Take notice. With every social media available. Look at your community. These children. That came down from your feeding tube. These children right here, the ones that we are so afraid of, that we're scared to look at them in the eyes because we're afraid they might do something to us. These children, these are the ones that I'm talking about. Why are we afraid of them? Why are we so afraid of them? After all, where did they come from? They came from our feeding tube. They are the product of the absence of true headship. Look at them. Take a look at your your children. They are the product of the absence of true headship. Where are you fathers? When you look at them and you see how they look, how they talk, how they behave, they're crying. They're crying because they're missing true headship. I wish I could just say it and say it and say it. They're missing 
true headship. Have you noticed that anger on their faces? Trying to look tough, trying to be hard. They're not hard. They're not tough. They're missing the main ingredient of living. Because they're living without true headship. They are the product, these children, of having no visionary, no intercessor, no covering for them, no covering for their mother. The Bible says, where there's no vision, the people perish. Look at our children perishing because there was no vision. They came up in a house where there was no vision. No intercessor. No covering for them. These episodes are not predicated on the greatness of my imagination or my fantasy, but real live, everyday living. These podcasts are from seeing the life of real children crying real tears. So let's talk. First of all, fathers. Please stop saying things like, well, I don't care whether they love me or not. I'm going to tell them what's right. Does that sound like you? How many children have heard that? Some all of their lives. I'm not interested in whether you love me or not. I don't care whether you love me or not. I don't even care whether or not you like me. Does that sound like you? Why are your rules more important than having their love and their genuine honor and respect for you? Oh, I forgot. You're all about rules, not about relationship. Because you're just a man of the house, but not a priest who walks in godly wisdom. I'm going to repeat again to you what a lot of you fathers say. You, you fathers that are nothing more than a disciplinarian. I don't care. First of all, how does that sound? Just saying, I don't care. I don't care whether you love me or not. And, and, and here's the thing. You tell that to them right to their face. I don't care whether you love me or not. So what, what are you teaching? Man of the house, what do you think you're teaching when you say that? How many of you have heard these young people say, I don't care? You're going to get suspended from school if you continue to do that. I don't care. You're going to lose your job if you keep coming in late. I don't care. They got that from you, man of the house. They got that from you. You said, I don't care whether you love me or not. I'm going to tell you what's right. So I have a question for you. Is it right that all you are is a disciplinarian? Is it right that you rule them with your fist and your vulgar cuss words? Is it? Is that right? Is it right that you're just a walking rule book? That that's all they see? Is that right? 
Is the Bible wrong when it says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath. That means stop saying things and doing things to make them angry. Is the Bible wrong when it says, bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord? Discipline and rules. Absent of love is a disaster in the making. Discipline and rules. that are absent of love is a disaster in the making. Shame on you for raising them under your strict discipline and your strict rules without love. And you wonder why they are the way they are. Do you think that God's divine plan for your seed was for them to be shaped from scrap pieces? Scraps and pieces from every man's thinking? Do you think that God is happy when he looks down at them and sees his little children Nothing more than scrap pieces. I hardly think so. I hardly think that God is glorified when he looks down at his children. I kind of think that he's not pleased. Listen. These little seeds, your seeds, will grow up to bring joy to your young soul and will gladly and with honor be the protector for your old soul. You fathers who are nothing but disciplinarians, you're going to get old one day. If you get to know who God says that children are and why he will allow a man to have his quiver full, then you would have a greater appreciation for your role in their lives. Not just one who keeps a roof over their heads. Get to know God. Repent which means to turn from your ways. Get to know God and then let him tell you who children are to you. Let him define your role for being a father, a father that is a priest. These children that you have, your seed, they are here to bring joy to you in your youth, as their priest. Play with them, priests. Run, skip, climb trees with them, play ball with them, teach them, fish with them, swim with them, teach them, teach them, name them, teach them, give them direction. Give them direction. All of these things are done while you and them are in your youth. And then, when you are old, what will they be to you? They will be your protector. Because guess what? You won't be able to punch so hard. You won't be able to holler so loud. You won't be able to walk so fast. 
you will need a protector when you are old. That's the word of God. Do you ever wonder why we have so many old men without homes, with no hands stretched out toward them? Do you ever wonder why old men have that sad look? Sad. Looking lost, frustrated. That pain, grief-stricken look. That helpless, despairing, and fearful look in their eyes. Do you ever wonder when you see them? I do. I look at them all the time. I see them all the time. And I often say to myself, where are your children? The answer is, the reason they have that look that's almost like it's plastered on them is because they have no seed to protect them. You men with that look the one I just described, you were not the priest for your family. You were just a man of the house. So, like priests, like people, your quiver did to you what you did to them. You abandoned them So now, they abandon you. They had no teacher. They they had no protector. They had no one to teach them in the ways of the Lord. They did what people do who do not know their God. You didn't teach them about the Lord. You didn't teach them about the ways of the Lord. You left. You beat them up, and you walked away and left them to their own devices. You said to them, if you're not going to obey my laws and my rules, you're going to hit the street, and you put them in the street. Those were your arrows, and look where you aimed. Look at how you aimed them. So now, again, like priests, like people, they had no teacher, they had no protector, they had no one to teach them in the ways of the Lord. They did what people do who do not know their God. Fathers, you didn't plan ahead. You obviously did not know or you forgot the principle of sowing and reaping. Sowing and reaping. So now they are leaning to the ways of man. They are leaning to the ways of man. And they're doing according to their own device. So you may ask yourself, and I hope that you are, how do I lead them in their purpose? You got to get God's divine plan for them. You got to pray and seek God. I said nothing about fasting 21 days. I didn't say anything about screaming and hollering and praying all day long. I said, get God's divine plan for them. Get God first. Seek him. He said, seek and you shall find. seeking. It's not too late. 
You can't afford to die before you seek God for his divine plan for your children. And then purpose in your heart to let nothing this time, let nothing interfere with you working out that plan in them. You see, God's divine plan for your children's life is the pattern that you must follow in order to bring them into their kingdom purpose. Your children have a kingdom purpose. Stop letting the pastor tell them about their kingdom purpose. Stop letting the evangelist and the prophet tell them about their kingdom purpose. That's your job. You tell them. Whatever the prophet tells them is just icing on the cake. But you were supposed to tell them first. God's divine plan, I'm repeating it, for your children's life is the pattern that you must follow in order to bring them into their kingdom purpose. So you say, what am I supposed to do with them? Bring them into their kingdom purpose. If you are a priest indeed, then seek the Lord's face for the pattern for your little baby now. Seek his face. Start now. You're carrying that baby in your arms. Seek God's face for who that child is. God, I need the pattern. Listen, trust me, you don't know how to raise them. You certainly don't know how to raise them for their kingdom purpose. You've got to be in the Lord to do that. Fathers, follow their fathers, regular fathers, the man of the house. They follow their head and their heart. But priests follow the the divine pattern and they shape their seed accordingly. Never deviating from the pattern. Never going outside of the lines. Never going out of bounds in your anger. I have to say it again. Fathers, the men of the house, follow their head and their hearts. But priests Follow the divine pattern, divine pattern. Say that, divine pattern. And they shape their seed accordingly. According to what? The divine pattern. The priest is one who never deviates from the pattern. Never going outside of the lines. Never going out of bounds in their anger. See, The man of the house, because he doesn't have the pattern, will go out of bounds at the drop of a hat. How many of you fathers go out of bounds all the time in your anger? Out of bounds is when you cuss them. Out of bounds is when you can't talk to them without hitting them, slamming them up against the wall, knocking them to the floor. That's out of bounds. Priests don't go out of bounds. They operate within the lines. They don't deviate from the pattern. Listen to me. Our prisons are overrun with sons and daughters who were raised without a pattern, thus making them synonymous to that of a patchwork quilt. Made up of scraps and pieces from every man's thinking. That's what a quilt is. If if any of you have ever made a quilt, I have. And the quilt was made up of all different types of materials. All colors, all shapes, all sizes. That's how your children are. 
Again, I say our prisons are overrun with sons and daughters who were raised without a pattern. Thus making them no different than that of a patchwork quilt. Made up of scraps and pieces from every man's thinking. And I'm going to say this and then I will close. Everyone has had a hand in the raising of what God has called a divine gift. You took your precious gift, your treasure, and you infiltrated their young, impressionable minds with the thinking of everybody. Fathers, you allow your precious gifts your treasures to be infiltrated with the thinking of your girlfriends, your mistresses, and your many wives. Mothers, a little common advice from one, that's what you did. I got a little bit of advice from one person. I got another bit of advice from a mystical experience from another. And all these different experiences were indelible in your young child's mind, thus changing the whole course of their lives. That's why they cry now. That's why they cry now. They are crying the cry of Esau. Do you have a blessing for me? Where are you, Father? I need a God-ordained man to show me the way. I need a God-ordained man that I can trust. Where is the priest? For the family. I pray that you have been blessed. I pray that you would take heed. Fathers, mothers, grandparents who are raising children out of your season, take heed. Until next time, may the Lord bless you real, real good. God bless.